welcome to Journey Through Classical Piano. I'm your host, pianist Jiyoon Kim. Every other Wednesday, I feature in-depth exploration of one classical piano composition. Regardless of whether or not you're a lifelong lover of classical music, this podcast is meant to show you how important and relevant classical music is to today's world and to bring the live piano concert experience right to your living room. I believe classical music is for everyone, so let's start listening together. Before we get started, I would like to thank my new sponsor of the show, Javier Correa Camacho. Muchas gracias por el apoyo. Thank you so much for your support, and I know you have been a great supporter of my YouTube channel, Instagram. Thank you so much. Also, all of my existing Patreon supporters of the show and me as an artist, thank you very much. If you like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash journey through classical piano. Your support helps me to create more music and project to spread the beauty of classical music. Also, if you like what you hear, please take a moment to give a rating or review on Apple Podcast. Every positive review and rating is much appreciated as it helps other potential listeners find and enjoy the show. What an interesting time we are living right now with this COVID-19. I have a feeling that I am experiencing one of the most significant events in our human history, real time. Only two weeks ago, I was sharing music in concerts, shaking hands, doing hugs, chamber music together. And today, right now in the United States, we're nationally quarantined, having that social distance. I was just going for the grocery store today. It has been almost a week since I went uh, there. I never thought going to a grocery store could be a highlight of my day. <laughs> so I was walking on the street. Then I was seeing another person in a distance walking towards me. We both noticed each other uh, and thinking how to avoid her, <laughs> how to walk at least six feet apart. There was no eye contact, no nodding, no smiling, no saying good morning. Then I was thinking in my head, how would this event impact our lives afterwards? I was afraid that what if our culture changed altogether afterwards? What if we never hugs anymore or people never come to live concerts? Then again, I was thinking, maybe... Maybe it would be totally opposite. Maybe this event makes us to appreciate the live contact with people, that warm hugs, live concerts in that performance energy, dinner parties, chamber music together. Maybe this time teaches us how to connect, how to appreciate human connection we all need. I really miss it. I miss giving concerts in person, going to a concert, giving and receiving that musical energy in the space at the very moment. So I believe and I hope we'll eventually come out the other end and learning something, appreciating more uh, being together, helping each other. We're looking for a connection more than ever while we're quarantining at home. And I'm so grateful that no virus would come to you through this podcast. 
and still be able to share some musical dose. I want to share a little delightful poem before we get started, which might give you、uh, some sunshine on your day. The Gift of Having to Slow Down by John O'Donohue. This is the time to be slow, lie low to the wall until the bitter weather passes. Try as best you can not to let the wire brush up doubt, scrape from your heart all sense of yourself and your hesitant light. If you remain generous, time will come good, and you will find your feet. Again on fresh pastures, a promise where the air will be kind and blushed with beginning. Gymnopedy number、no. one by a French composer and pianist, Eric Satie. The set has three pieces and is published in Paris in 1888. Satie is best known to us through this piece. At the time of his death in 1925, he was barely known beyond the city limits of Paris. The work's unusual title, Gymnopédie, comes from the French form of Gymnopédia, the ancient Greek word for an annual festival where young men danced naked or perhaps simply unarmed. The source of the title has been a subject of debate, though. Satie composed this piece when he was 22 years old. Each dimnopédie has a spare and beautiful harmony and poignant melody, and this lonely melody is supported by simple harmonies and chord structures. <laughs> Marking by Satie for this piece is written slowly, as if in pain. It's quite unusual、uh, marking for tempo marking. You know, it's not like just slowly or andante or largo. And he made up his own expression on this piece. This piece also was turned up. In jazz or rock versions, film scores, and in video game soundtracks, and many other occasions, Satie's music seemed to mirror many multi-layer nature. On the one hand, it's fairly simple, straightforward in terms of harmony, using short melodies with little development, even repetitive at times. He used unusual scales such as old form of modes and other uncertain origins, suggesting folk tunes from different part of the world. Yet behind this outwardly simple music, it's something very different and thought provoking, and often, and it has attitude or certain sadness that often an ambience making it hard to fathom. Or allowing a different interpretation by both musician and listener. This ambience was enhanced by strange instructions written with the music, like "Wonder about yourself" or 
open your mind. Satie's music shows life from different angles and is a genuine and new means of expression. Even as a young student at the Paris Conservatoire, he hated the strict curriculum and never bothered to graduate. As an adult, uh, he wasn't the kind of artist who tried to win the favor of upper-class audience, so he was never a material success. Maurice Ravel also supported the work of Satie. Despite of many musicians' help, Satie remained poor in his lifetime, apparently. He began arranging and writing popular cabaret songs in order to make money. It's always interesting to hear how artists survive in the past. Uh, not many composers could survive just by composing. Um, and I always appreciate anyone who support the arts even now. And thank you for being a patron of the arts and, you know, uh, supporting the arts just even by listening right now. <laughs> no doubt about it, he was very eccentric. For 10 years, his wardrobe rotated exclusively between seven identical chestnut-colored corduroy suits. <laughs> He was obsessed for a time uh, with a form of Christian religious mysticism that he invented. He was an extremely sensitive perfectionist. His living conditions were bare bones. Uh, some of his odd antics included never allowing anyone to enter his apartment and some of his instructions he asked for performers to follow during the performance of the work would be playing a piece of music as light as an egg. <laughs> so there are also pieces called Nasien, very similar to Gymnopedi. There are three pieces in this Nasien. Satie composed his first three Nasiens around 1890 without time signature and no bar lines, no traditional tempo markings. Satie's peculiar scores could be read like almost musical poetry. One can interpret this piece with very few restrictions because his, his temple markings actually were made of phrases like don't leave, lightly with intimacy, and something like don't be proud. <laughs> so let's take a listen, a little bit introduction of Nasien. Satie's friend, Claude Debussy, arranged two of the three gymnopedies for orchestra. It was only time Debussy orchestrated another composer's work. So let's take a listen to an orchestral version arranged by Debussy. <laughs> The 
the compositions that Satie considered his serious work begin to lead the way for younger generation of composers and visual artists who admired their modern style and the way they defied conventional rules of composition. So in 1916, Satie and John Coutu created the Ballet Parade with costumes and sets designed by Pablo Picasso for Sergei Dilaglev's Ballet's Russes. It's dark sounds and use of working class themes and noises such as gunshots and typewriter caused much of the audience to walk out at its 1917 premiere. This kind of use of innovative sound brought Satie to public attention, though. So only a select few from music circles of the time knew that Satie was an influence on the composer. Uh, many of the contemporary, uh, particularly Group Le Six, which included Doris Mio and Franz Poulain. Following Satie's lead, they tried to write simple and clear music. For most among those composers influenced by Satie was his contemporary Debussy, as I mentioned, and the later French composer Ravel and Stravinsky as well. Today, Eric Satie is recognized as a founder of modernism, who strongly influenced the direction of the 20th century French music. And then there was experimentalists such as John Cage, who later in the 20th century admired the father of Bohemian approach of breaking down barriers and carry the ideal towards new extremes. Did you know Satie wrote a piece for a piano with 180 notes, which had to be repeated 840 times. And when it was presented in New York in 1963, five different pianists had to play in relays all night long to give a full performance. As an early bird as I am, I had to go to bed early at night. I don't think I could make this performance as a pianist. <laughs> Satie observed life with a wit frequently thick with a satire and parody. Yet underlying this, he appeared to have a philosophical and deeply spiritual side. His work are sometimes dreamy, sometimes spare, sometimes quirky or fun or rambunctious, and sometimes all of above. So Gymnopedi for me gives an image of sitting down in a cafe in Paris. Very cinematic and nostalgic image. When I recorded the album, and that included this piece, 10 more minutes. On the last day of recording, the producer asked me one last time, what is the piece that you want to revisit? And it was not the other very technically challenging and, and advanced piece, but this, Jim Petty, was the one that, that I had to visit over, over, over again. And it was very difficult to walk in the fine line of uh, emotional line, with so little notes in between. <laughs> so let's take a listen to Gymnopedy number one by Eric Satie, performed by Jiyoon Kim. <laughs> ¶¶ 
What kind of emotion does it evoke for you? What does this piece remind you of? I would love to hear from you and please share with me. Please go to jiyunkim.com where you can leave voice or written message to the podcast. I will leave the link in the show notes below. Speaking of connection, I have been experimenting with YouTube Live. So I had my first YouTube chat with all of you uh, last Sunday at 2 p.m. And I am doing again. I think maybe... As far as this quarantine lasts, I might keep doing that. So if you like to catch me in person, <laughs> virtually, um, please join me uh, this Sunday, March 29th on YouTube channel, my channel, Ji Yoon Kim Pianist at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So I hope to meet you there. In the next episode, I will explore 12 variations of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by Mozart. This delight piece has a lot more than you would think. Hope you meet you then. Thank you for listening. <laughs>